Oh, here we are, here we are, on this uh, incredible Friday night. Fantastic songs. Do you think uh, anybody would know the name of this song? Uh, we'd have to wait till the, cor- till the yeah. chorus, and then we could probably get it. Okay, let's wait it out, let's yeah, see. Let's, let's wait it out. I feel like it's gonna have the word night in it, like something nice. Okay. Like a... Here we go. Angel of the city. There we are. There we are. <laughs> and I wonder if anyone out there knows what song this is from. What movie? This is no, from. Nobody's gonna know. Nobody. Would you know this if you heard this on the radio? Absolutely would you know? Not. Really? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't turn it. I would, I would rock right. this, but I, I don't know that I would know, like having not seen the movie, you know, having not recently seen it. I'm trying to think if I if I can honestly say that I would know. I've seen Cobra, which is the movie we're talking about tonight. I've seen Cobra quite a few times, so I would have to say I think that I could recognize it from this movie. I might be wrong. But I can never be in that situation. Well, we know everybody at the office here knows that you're a Stallone fan. So yes. We know that you're going to be able to pick this too now. Yes. I would. I would not. I would not. So yeah, this is a uh, this uh, as we're listening to Angel of the City. I'm actually uh, privy to watching the video. And you're watching got, the video. It's got oh. scenes, which is a montage in the movie. Classic. So it's got the exact montage on the video that uh, I'm watching as the audience. Everybody knows to. Stallone loves a montage. Yes. And uh, that was brought up in uh, also uh, a little thing I watched today. There are two montages in Cobra. As um, but there's also but there's three in the early Rocky movies. So he does love the montage. He does. And he does. Uh, it's no exception with this one also. No. So tonight we are getting into the movie Cobra. But before we dive in, please check out all of our social media pages. That's the Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, and what did I say? Instagram, maybe? You what's, yours, Anthony, what's yours, Anthony Wayne? Oh, you know, Anthony Wayne Vibe, the awvibe.com. The, um, anywhere Anthony Wayne Vibe would pop up in your feed. And Instagram, I- Facebook. Yeah, and you've uh, you've got some uh, some stuff. If people stick around to the later show, that's right. There's going to be uh, this is a little tease, but there's going to be some uh, cool things coming out. Yeah, we're going to cover it. We're yeah. going to break it down. We're going to have a montage of, of all the things happening for yes. the uh, Vibe Festival. Yes. So we are very much looking forward to that. But before that, that let's get into um, this tough as nails cop must protect. The only surviving witness to a strange, murderous cult with far-reaching plans. <laughs> Cobra. They are not angels of the city. No. They are axe-wielding, very in-time tempo with their axe-wielding, um, clinging that they yes. do. In the, in the, I think it's an abandoned pool, or it looks like an abandoned something. Yeah. It, Maybe it's not a pool. Maybe there's another movie I watched. 
that's the problem with all these. We watch all these movies, and sometimes the they kind of blend uh, or bleed into one run together. Yeah, but um, yeah. So they're in some kind of a. It's something it's a abandoned. Warehouse, I think it, yeah, it's, I think it's a abandoned warehouse. So uh, so yeah, Cobra. This is a 1986 Sylvester Stallone film, and uh, it has Sylvester Stallone, Bridget Nielsen, and Brian Thompson. Now. Did you know that Bridget Nielsen and Sylvester Stallone they were married when this, when the during this production? I did not know that they met on Rocky Four, mm-hmm. and then in the, they were married for two years. And he he beat up her husband, yeah, and in the movie and stole her, stole her, <laughs> and they were both in the relationships in in real life, and then uh, you well. Know, you know, but uh, how long did that last? Do you know, two years. No, two years. Come on, Stallone. yeah, I know. So yeah, that uh, that was pretty much the highlight, I guess, of Bridget Nielsen's uh, career. Because what did she do after that? Anything much? Well, no, I, I don't know that. But um, the flavor of love. She was on that fifteen or twenty years later. Oh do you, do gosh, you recall that? I do. <laughs> did you ever watch an episode of that? I think I I stumbled on. It and I was like, okay, this is terrible. It's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. But, uh, but I do I do love Public Enemy, so you know Flavor Flav. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, this was one. This was at the height of Sylvester Stallone's power, so he could pretty much do Hollywood powers. Mm-hmm. So he could pretty much do anything that he wanted, and this was the movie that he chose to do. But originally, this spawned from. Do you know the answer to this one? Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, he was. I think he wanted to write. The script. This was like this. This film, Cobra, was going to be like what he wanted Beverly Hills Cop to be, and I think that they, I don't know, if they wanted a funny buddy cop movie, but I think they didn't want it to be as gritty as like Cobra was. And I still think even this version of Cobra is like almost not exactly what he wanted. I think he wanted it to be a little deeper and dirtier and yeah, and yeah, like um, darker. Mm-hmm. N- totally. Because what they in that story about the, the Beverly Hills Cop is one hundred percent correct. They they offered it to Stallone, but the producer, uh, I think it was Jerry Bruckheimer, really wanted Eddie Murphy to do it. But Stallone, like you said, wanted to make it more of a gritty, darker mm-hmm. turn, and they really wanted it to be a, a comedy. So they you know dropped Stallone. He did, I think he did like Rocky Four, and then he had the power pretty much to choose what he wanted to do. He I re, think it worked uh, out. He re- rewrote Cobra, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was based upon a novel called Fair Game, oh. which later became a movie starring William Baldwin and Cindy Crawford. No way! So Cobra is based upon the book that Fair Game is. <laughs> so I kind of found that. Uh, did so, you ever see the movie Fair Game? I don't think I did. I saw it in a theater with my grandmother. I was 15 years old, and I was never. I thought Cindy Crawford was, uh, you know, beautiful. All, you know, obviously, but sure. I was more of a. Um, I'm trying to think of her name now. I can't. I can't. I'll, I'll. I'll think of it throughout the show. But I was more, you know, like this. This other uh, kind of swimsuit model that was in Fair Game. No, was, uh, Cindy Crawford's in it, but I liked a, another one oh. uh, better. So I was never really huge with Cindy Crawford. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. But I went to see the movie, and it was, you know, it was a fine action movie at the time. But I do remember in the heat of the action, there's a um, sex scene on the train. <laughs> so you have to think of this in the movie. With your grandmother in present. If, yes. 
Okay. So, and I didn't know this going into no, it because I'm a 15. She probably didn't either. No, no. <laughs> and uh, I was very embarrassed sitting I can imagine. beside my grandmother watching Fair Game. And I watched it maybe 14 years later, and it's a terrible movie. It is a terrible, terrible movie. 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fair Game? Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Didn't do well. No. It, well, it, it doesn't. Is it anything? Okay, so just so I can get this in my brain. Okay. Is it anything like Cobra? I don't no, think I, I've not no. seen it. So no. But it, but it was based on. Yeah, Cobra is based upon the book that the movie Fair Game turned out to be. Okay. Well, see, I, th- I feel like we we just got to do Fair Game. Fair Game needs to be one. Actually, I, I do think that because I don't think many. I think many people have heard of it, but they haven't seen it. So I think some, that's something that uh, they should really uh, look at. We should really look into doing. But back okay. to Cobra. So you want to know a few interesting facts about Cobra? I would love to hear some interesting facts. About so Cobra. Cobra cost $25 million. It was set up in the summer of 1986 and was originally going to run over two hours long. It had more plot, more character development, However, there was a lingering movie called Top Gun that had just come out. Oh. And it was breaking records left and right. So the studio Warner Brothers thought, let's trim Cobra down so we can get as many showings in as possible before Top Gun comes in and takes over the cinema. So we have a shorter Cobra thanks due to Top Gun. So if you go through and you watch Cobra, and there's a lot of scenes that seem like they should be a little bit longer or there's not mm-hmm. as much character development, we have Top Gun and Tom Cruise partially to blame. What about that? That's an interesting fact. And I would have loved to have seen, a, because Cobra's pretty short. It's about an hour and a half. It really, I felt like it was. And it seemed, because if you think of the, the main bad guy, which we'll get into, he's not nearly as developed. He's no. not really developed at all. No, nope. the whole a, bad, the whole bad side of everything wasn't really developed. All very that vague, yeah. very vague. And like uh, the, um, uh, what's her name, the one that plays, um, you know, the detective that they bring in, sort of the halfway through, and she's part of the bad guys. You know, yeah, they, yeah. She played, I think, uh, Pinky Tuscadero in the Grease movie. Her um, n- she's. Uh, they don't really develop like how she even like. Yeah, she how, just was a cop and like just showed up. Oh, they put her on the case, you know. And, you know, she just kind of like that is kind of true because it, it does it. It even shows her as part of the cult before does, the police, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that you really know that she was a cop until like halfway through. I was like, what? She's a cop. I do remember thinking yeah. that the first time I watched that. Good observation. <laughs> but who was who did she play? What? I, I think it's the it's the person that played. Um, I don't know her name, but she played Pinky Tuscadero in uh, Greece. Okay. Not correct. Okay. I'm gonna check that out. I might be incorrect, but that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. Um, let's see what else we got. We have Cobra personally kills 41 people in the movie. So Stallone, as Marion Cobretti, takes down 41 people in this entire movie of Cobra. But Stallone's biggest kill count. Do you know what this is from? I wonder if anyone out there knows. And, and I kind of thought that before I even uh, read to confirm. But if you've ever seen the um, 2008 movie Rambo, have you seen that one, Anthony? I have. 
I would have guessed uh, a Rambo film, honestly. And that one is probably the most violent Rambo movie I've ever seen. With a kill count of 252 yeah. people. I remember that. I remember watching that and I was like, dude, he is just murdering everybody. Left and yeah. right. And, I, and I, that was the one I actually got to see in the theater. So that was kind of cool to see that. So as we mentioned earlier, Stallone quit Beverly Hills to make this film, and I think everyone um, wor- it worked out for the better for everyone. Stallone got Cobra. It wasn't yeah. exactly the film that he wanted, but more so than Beverly Hills Cop. And then Eddie Murphy got one of his trademark characters with Axel Foley. Uh, I, I forgot exactly, but Axel had Cobra, had Stallone played Axel, they would have, it would have been, uh, somehow they were, were going to work his name into Axel, they were going to work Axel into Cobretti's name. Really? Yes. Cobretti's cool, though. Yeah, he. it is a cool name. Um, what if Bruce Springsteen had a gun, the partial inspiration behind the character that was rock and roll meets drama? So Bruce Springsteen, that's that's kind of what Stallone thought. What if Bruce Springsteen had a gun? So you've got you know you've got 1985 Bruce Springsteen, and would you say uh, commercially that was probably the height of Bruce Springsteen? Mm, you know he's always been up there, but I would say that's the one that everybody might envision. It's the you know the Born to Run cover, the Dancing in the Dark. You know, the, yeah, I think that's the one everybody knows, and you know the jeans. I think they both had. You know, very tight jeans. Yeah, so and, if, and if you look at the front, if you, if you look at the poster of Cobra, which uh, which which I posted today on the Other People Show Facebook page, um, it's a really cool poster. Like he looks cool. He's yeah. got that, oh, yeah. uh, you know, that jet. He's got that V-neck black shirt, the shades. He's got that tooth. Uh, what's he got? A little match. a little match in yeah. his mouth. Yeah, he's got that uh, machine gun is in his hand. The black and red contrast. So he's really cool, and that's kind of how uh, I think he, you know, kind of envisioned him because Springsteen often had the tight jeans, sometimes wore a leather jacket. Yep, you know, kind of represented that old toughness, which yeah. I think Cabretti kind of was in a way. Yep, Jersey, and, uh, Jersey, New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it was. He was trying to be rock and roll meets a drama. That was uh, Marion Cobretti. He nailed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, interesting fact: if you've seen it, Brian Thompson, Thompson, who plays the Night Slasher, Stallone originally thought that he was too nice of a guy to play the Night Slasher. He had to come mm. back and screen test five to six times because he had only had a small role as one of the goons in the Terminator at this point. Yep. And so Stallone had him come back multiple times and you know luckily he got the part because I think with the material I'm not sure what was left on the cutting room floor but what you know we see he did a, a heck of a job. Oh sure. Yeah, he's he's menacing. Like he's a you know creepy uh and I think I've seen him in like some other movies, you know, he seems like a um a character actor that's like been in like the the villain role. Yeah, he was one of those people like, "Oh, I've seen that guy. Yeah. One of those yeah. guys." Yep. You know, which would be great to be one of those guys, don't you think so? You just uh, slip sure, in and you just slip with, yeah. in and out. You know, work with great people. I guess that's when they worry about typecast, though. Yeah, you know, you that's just, true. You just never could get out of that role. Kind of like the funny guy. Like you always get to be the funny guy, but and you get tons of work, but you um, that part of the creative yeah, side doesn't really get fulfilled. And that might go back to Robin Williams' one-hour photo. True. You know, he always had the funny role, and then he gets the. 
um, the darker role, and which he loved, mm-hmm. but not as uh, successful. Yeah, as doesn't really resonate as much yeah. as the comedically uh, satisfying. We role. just get used to what we love, you know. Yeah. Uh, another so thing. So that's what we need is we need a Brian Thompson comedy role. <laughs> we do. We do. Now <laughs> Maybe there's one out there. I don't know. No, I was as as I was listening. the The first part of my next statement on here is is false. I did think that Brian Thompson did not enjoy making the movie, but further research revealed that he did enjoy making the movie, but he did not enjoy the way his character was on screen. Maybe he didn't enjoy the shorter the shorter edit. Right, the shorter edit. He really wasn't in it too much. There was a couple like, you know, uh, scenes where he, you know snarled and sweated a lot but I, he didn't really talk at all until no, the very end and at the very end i and noticed like that as well words stallone said like 37 words not know? many words not, at all yeah there's a movie called um only god forgives it's a ryan gosling movie yeah and have you watched it I have. he only says about 37 or 38 words <laughs> in that movie <laughs> Yeah, you're one of the only people that I've ever mentioned yeah, that, that's um, that's watched that. Is that the one that's got um... Kristen Scott Thomas is his mother in the movie? Okay, no, I don't. Um, have you seen a movie called Drive with him? Oh man, great film. We might need to do that one. That's a great film. Yeah, that that is that's a really cool film. But uh, but yeah, Brian Thompson did enjoy making it, but he wasn't even invited come on can you believe that come on i mean he maybe would they probably got the address wrong maybe <laughs> you know maybe they just didn't maybe his, he didn't get the email yeah yeah they, <laughs> <laughs> now what would you think he would probably be what the i mean he's what the, the fifth or sixth lead i would imagine i mean there's not really a lot of people in the movie if you think no. about it not really and he's pretty uh pronounced he has a weapon now Stallone did say that uh, he wanted a weaponing, a weapon that was so menacing that it would be remembered. Well, they got that right. Yeah, yeah, that's like some tactical machine built, especially like in a, uh, his hands. Yeah, you we, know. Sh- we should probably describe it. So it's like a, a eight inch blade, and it's got like a, a brass knuckle type design, like you hold it that way, but it's yeah. got spikes on the ends. Yeah. So you can do, uh, you know, close combat. And it's very, it's, it's, um, very, I don't know. Sh- very sharp because he spends a lot of the movie sharpening it. Yes. And that sound, <laughs> yeah. that sound. I've been trying definitely, to find that sound, but the sound is definitely putting, he's definitely putting in the work in, yeah. the, in the shop. I mean, he's putting in so much work that beads of sweat yeah. Yeah. are <laughs> coming down his. Yeah, Ace. he's like, God, can we get an AC in here? <laughs> when are we going to spend the money to get the air conditioning for this warehouse, you evil henchman? Stop <laughs> stop making all that racket with those axes and let's get some AC in here. <laughs> I thought about it that way. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. You're you're starting the cult. Yeah. And, I mean, all right, we found an abandoned place. And yeah. It's, it's great. So in the winter, okay, it's pretty warm. Yeah, in it's going to be fine. Though, it'll be fine. We'll do cult things in the winter. It'll be yeah. great. In the summer, oh. Oh, it's just it's terrible unbearable. being part of this cult in the summer. <laughs> Come on. And one thing I did notice, and I'll bring up a little bit later. <laughs> Open the bay doors. <laughs> was some of the some of the uh, people that were in the cult. Did you notice some of them throughout? Like uh, I did, were, I did watch it when they're when they're doing the the, the clanging. Axe. Yeah, the the axe clanging. I did watch a couple, and there was a um, what what I noticed is like one guy on the right side of the screen that's like uh, he wasn't in time with everybody. <laughs> 
and <laughs> I, thought, I thought, well, they just ran out of time. We can't edit that out. You know, can't edit that out. Right. They just asked like 15 dudes outside near the food truck. They're just like, hey, we need some bodies in here. Can you guys keep time with an axe? What What I found also a little bit amusing is, and, and I didn't notice this on very, I don't know when I noticed it pretty recently as in the last couple of years, is that there's businessmen in suits. There was somebody in like uh, just just random outfits that would be yeah. on the street, but I'm like, why would you show up to a cult meeting wearing a suit and tie? Yeah, well, you know, you got other things you've got to do. I guess you know, so. You're, you're coming from work. You come you straight know, there. I can't make all these meetings, Adam. All these cult meetings. I've got so much to do. I'm coming straight from work. You know, they probably say, "Can you guys come in in the cult shirt? Can you wear the? <laughs> you know, can you wear the cult shorts?" <laughs> you know, it's like, man, I just got off work. How am I going to change? There's I know. Can no I have? A, you know, there's no bathroom in this warehouse. God, I can because I mean you would imagine they're down there in the hot and then they're in suits. Yeah. Um, but I never see you. You only see a cup. I never see any of the ones the henchmen. I guess you can call them henchmen. Oh sure, yeah. You they, see, you see they them they down do the there bidding. clinging the axes, yeah. and then you see them later in uh, on motorcycles. Yeah. But a lot of the people that are clinging the axes don't look like they would be on motorcycles. No, I think that's a different group. Okay. He had to hire them. Yeah, okay. He, he had to do. He has a. He has a. An axe wielding group, and then he hires out his motorcycle. Okay, crew. yeah, they're different. with with guns. Yeah, they're different guys. Okay, good to know that. Good yeah. to know that. Yeah, that's just like you know, uh, evil evil bidding one hundred and one, right? Yeah, there. like Doctor Evil, right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> so this was a pretty interesting uh, thing. The nineteen fifty Mercury Montera is that how it's pronounced? Monterey. Uh, I think Monterey. It's Monterey, Monterey Coupe. Yeah, okay, the Monterey lead, Coupe. The lead sled. They purchased it from Stallone, and they had made uh, two other stunt cars right. as well. Yep. So that was kind of cool. So I didn't know they purchased it. I thought he, I thought it was just his, and he kept it. Well, see, that's what I thought originally. But I, the the one I'd read, he he was originally under obligation um, to make a movie for Studio Canon, but he made Over the Top. Somehow he owed them one more movie, but he but Cobra came along first. So it had some. It was some kind of a loophole to help get him around that making that other film for Canon, and it went to the purchase of him selling the you know selling hmm. the car, and I guess him getting it back as well. But they they did some damage to to that car. Yeah, they did. Yeah, a lot of damage. Which is uh, we'll get to it, but that's a great scene. Yeah, it is. So let's get into the plot in the story. You wanna you wanna give out the plot there, Anthony? Well, I think uh, the plot is going to be um, gritty street cop takes on the night angels of the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a he's a gritty he's a gritty cop. He's uh, against the rules. Um, He's got a few enemies on the force. They don't like his. They don't like his attitude. No. You know. You know what, Cobretti? You've got an attitude. He's like, it's just a small one. Just a small. One. Just a small one. Yeah. So he's a gritty cop, and he's. Uh, they call him in for all the all the dirty work. And he's they, on the zombie squad. He's on the zombie squad. That's right. And uh, there's a night slasher that's um, uh, wrecking havoc in the city, and they need it figured out. They need answers tonight. Sixteen deaths. Yes. And that's just too many. So uh, they call in Cobretti, and they're gonna, you know, even though they put him on the case, uh, they don't—they're not too pleased with um, with his antics. No. You know? 
Um, so I don't know that the plot is any deeper than that. I think, and the, and there's well, there there is a um, a model who gets away, right? And she's seen his face. She's seen your face, you know. But it seemed like you know <clears> there there was one point earlier on when when they're putting on the it looks I don't know what kind of a mask that's called because it's not really a ski mask that they put on, is it? Oh, it's a pantyhose. Okay, so he's yeah. putting pantyhose on. Yeah, and I found that really creepy. Like when they when he yeah he it, does it, it like it kind of mushes down the face in such a menacing way. Yeah. And but she, but I thought it was hilarious that he cuts out the eye holes. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't see through this mesh. And he's sitting there in the, in the down. <laughs> he's sitting there in the in the the bowels of the uh, the the warehouse. The warehouse sitting there cutting out eye holes. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, trying to get on. Oh man, it's crooked. Hey, can you give me the scissors? <laughs> Bring me the henchman scissors. I'm surprised this was never never uh, parodied. You know what I mean? Oh no, we're probably we we should be smacked on the hand for making, making fun, but but we're showing her. Yeah, it's, it's in, an eighties eighties cop movie. And they're so good, and it's eighties through and through, like oh, everything about it's eighties. So yeah, that's basically she sees uh, the face, and they're pretty much trying to get they're her trying the rest to hunt her down. Movie. Yeah, and then uh, and then. Cobretti and his crew, they they take her on the lamb, and they're going to go to a safe house. Yep, which turns out not to be so it safe. It is not so safe. Due think, to the, uh, the the mole, I guess. That's it, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was uh, um, one of the actresses from Greece, but I might be wrong. It's Stockard Channing, I think, is who... I might be wrong. I'll have to do some research on that. We'll, yeah, we'll I couldn't. Like, I just looked and I couldn't find. Um, it's like more updated photos of them now, and oh. it didn't look like her from back in the day. So right, right. I'll have to do a deep dive. So the characters. Uh, what do you have a favorite character? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, Officer Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, he just got good humor, and he's like the buddy, and he's like. Uh, um, I couldn't remember the movie. Um, I you know I've seen it a, t- a time or two and I couldn't remember it while I was watching it and I was like oh man I hope I hope Tony doesn't die he's such a cool dude you know and, right and his relationship with Stallone was a lot of fun yeah there's like some ribbing which I you know and it's it's always food it's food ribbing. there was some food ribs yeah because he was uh, Stallone was supposed to be this uh, healthy eater and um, and I guess Tony was like getting like beef jerky and like the, when they were stopping and like, then he wanted gummy bears at the yeah, very end. Yeah, gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. Now a little fun fact about um, Tony Gonzalez, and you may have known this. I didn't realize he played Poppy in an episode of Seinfeld. Have you watched Seinfeld? I have. I uh, don't remember that. I know his face, and so I've se- I know I've seen him elsewhere. But that so may there's be an episode where Jerry gets a new couch. Uh, well, he's actually Poppy's in there twice, and Poppy pees on Jerry's couch. Okay, that sounds familiar. And there's also a scene, uh, I think it's the same episode where Jerry goes into Poppy's restaurant. Poppy uses the restroom, doesn't wash his hands, and then Jerry won't eat Poppy's food. Okay, I've seen that. That does sound... Okay, I didn't know that was Poppy. I, neither did I. <laughs> but after uh, looking at it, I was like... It is. I did not. Maybe we got some Seinfeld fans that can tell us what episode that would be in. Yeah, I did not make the connection until I was like, "Yes, it is." But yeah, that's a good character. Um, you know, myself. Well, what's, your, what's your character? You know, I, I could re- really go with Cobretti um, because you know Stallone is the reason that I originally watched the movie, which I love that character, and I would have loved to have seen the two-hour version of this character or the whole all the characters. 
But I really do like Brian Thompson as Night Slasher. Mm-hmm. And I do, I mean, he would probably have, what, 15 minutes of screen time, maybe? Not, maybe. Not much, yeah. And it's always, it's very quick. Like, it's just a quick glance and. I think, I think fight, most of it's at the end. Yeah, in his in his fight scene, and the fight scene was really only about seven minutes long. Yeah. It's not really that long of a a fight scene, but I think Brian Thompson being his his second movie, obviously I like uh, Cobra is probably you know, my favorite character. Now, I think I would have loved to have seen the sequel if they would have you know oh, done yeah. it, you know a little uh, just amped it up a little bit. It's wide open. It could have been a sequel all day. Everybody, yeah, everybody made it. Yeah. Because uh, this was a successful except movie, for, except for the Night Slasher. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I would have but loved to have henchmen. seen somebody could have took over. Yeah, there's. I mean, there had to yeah, have been like at least fifty. There, there had to have been like a, a vice, a vice, nice, you know, Night Slasher, uh, slasher that could have took over. Yeah, kind of like books. another. You know, yeah, exactly. Like you know, another, another one, yeah. another cult. Okay, we got to avenge. We got route to get yeah, Cobretti, the son of Night Slasher. <laughs> there know, we go. Yeah. <laughs> You could have done that. Yeah, you can't. You got to kill the son if you expect to survive it. You yes, because he's always going to come back. Twenty years later, when you're yeah. older, yep. you know, Henchman One Hundred One. Yes, exactly. So, what about a favorite or least favorite scene? Do you have do you have one of those favorite scene? Hands down, I've made my notes. The car chase. Okay. Yeah, the car chase. And if we can, I'm going to go to my notes here, Adam. Okay. I would like to detail the scenic route of this car chase okay so it starts downtown we go you know we're leaving the police station we've got brigitte uh, brigitte 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 nielsen how do you say her first name is i've it heard brigitte? some people say brigitte but uh, the the yeah. some people say brigitte so well they you know they're 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 going to take her to the um to the safe house so they leave downtown they're working the this is and then like uh there's like a, a a pickup truck that takes Tony's car out, right? You know, kind of, and then so then the chase ensues, and then like as they're working their way out of downtown, uh, the night slasher kind of shoots at them. So it's like uh, they end up chasing the the night slasher. No, actually, the night slasher gets in behind him, and and he's chasing Cobretti. Yeah. So he's you know they're all you know, so then they then they make their way to the interstate where he does that. T- complete turnaround 180 and he's like shooting at the truck and it blows up and then he's make, going backwards he's there driving backwards yeah. you know yeah he's a uh, he's a tactical driver and he's sweating the whole time like there's like a scene where it shows him like he just immediately you know he starts sweating <laughs> maybe he was in the warehouse earlier i don't know <laughs> it could have been so so then so they get so they get off the interstate they go into like a random alleyway where they're banging in some trash cans he they jump like something and then uh, then they make their way into the parking garage then he jumps off the second floor of the parking garage. Yeah. Car's still going fine, you know. Um, and then they're back on the interstate system. They get back off the interstate, into the inner city, into the suburbs where there's like a, a loop-de-loop bridge that they're doing jumps on, yeah. you know, like moguls. Yep. And then they, um, so then they get out of the suburbs and somehow they end at the docks and hit a boat. Like all this happens in like seven minutes. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. And they go like, everywhere. Yeah, they really do. It's a scenic route of the city, uh, and it probably that was like maybe three three quarters or half of their budget right there was yeah. like all the damage that they did. Which was weird. Uh, originally, uh, that's one of the reasons they didn't want to make Cobra. Um, uh, they didn't want to turn Beverly Hills Cop into Cobra because the set pieces that Stallone wanted would have raised the budget much higher. Oh. And I would assume that action sequence. 
Well, several of the action sequences, probably. Yeah. There was, but especially yeah. that one. Yeah, then there was the shootout. That was another big... Yeah. Probably not a m- lot of money in that. Now, one of my favorite scenes... Yeah, what you got? Uh, ...would actually be the opening of the movie. Now, I know there's a lot of product placement for Pepsi there. They're really, yeah, he lives right next door to a sign. Yes. A neon Pepsi sign, yeah. And inside the store, also the grocery store, when he goes in, he's right beside of a big Pepsi thing. It looks like there's like Pepsi coming Oh, that's out. right. Yeah, it looks like it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that opening scene really sets the tone for the movie. Sure. You, you kind of get... But you but like you mentioned uh, earlier, you don't really know what the... What is it? The new... That, it's not New Order. What do they call it? What does he say? The New World. Oh, the guy that's taking over the grocery. Yeah, like um, uh, is that what, that what is that what he says? We we have a new world or something. I don't remember. But you you really don't understand what they what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want to kill the weak. Yeah. So the only the strong survive is the only thing yeah. that you know. They're gonna start at the grocery store. Yeah, but they but the cult has no real mission other than just killing the weak. It seems yeah. because there's a um, he they, they kill sixteen people. And uh, here's another another thing, and I didn't know if you realized this. So, one of Stallone, one of Cobretti's, um, I guess, sergeants, or the one that's kind of always button heads with him, yeah, um, Monty. Monty. Yeah. So Monty <laughs> he says something every time they're in they're in the same scene. He's like every time. Great job, Cobretti. And then Monty's just like, I wouldn't have done it that way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's always something. So Monty originally had a bigger role, and Monty was originally the leader of the cult. No. That's why he was trying to steer Cobretti away from when he when Cobretti says, I think it's more than one guy. And then Monty is like, no, that's ridiculous, whatever he says. So, in so another, that's what we would have seen if it hadn't been edited down. Yeah. If yeah. Maverick and Goose hadn't have come in and... Changed it changed with the it volleyball up. scene. Now that's oh, that would have been a completely. That's actually a cool take. That would yeah. have, that would have set up our part two. That would have set it yeah. up in that because Cobra two. Yeah, still still Cobretti, <laughs> Marion. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know what the subtitle would be of like Cobra two. Um, oh man, <laughs> I have to think. I'm gonna come up with something. Yeah, definitely do that. Uh, what about you? Have the least favorite scene in this movie? Um. Nah, maybe not least favorite, but I thought like uh, I'm glad I'm glad that there wasn't like a love thing going on between them two. I know that there was, there was some tension there, but like he's cleaning his gun and she's just like, "Come over here," right? You know, and I was like, "No, oh, come on, he's trying to stay on watch," you know. Yeah. Let, let him, let him, let him, let him cobra out. Let him be, let him cobretti himself. You know, let him, let well, him there, be in charge. Well, there's a there's a Stallone movie called Assassins with Antonio Banderas. Um, yep. Yep. And there's a scene very reminiscent of that where Julian Moore is laying on the bed and Stallone has a, like a little pillow or something on the floor. And, and he's she, cleaning, is he cleaning his gun? He he cleans it in that scene, but she tells him to come over oh, on the gosh. bed. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone's after them in the movie, but they're, I can't recall. Yeah, the Antonio Banderas' character is, is onto their trail. So that's kind of an underrated movie, Stallone movie. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of low-key, I think. But I... The when she's squirting all that ketchup on those French fries. Oh yeah, and he's got a problem with it. He's just yeah. I never had realized how much ketchup she squirts on that. I mean, she squirts for a good minute. Yeah, 
I can't, uh, you know, I enjoy ketchup on fries. Do you eat ketchup on fries that way? No, I do not. No. No, I, I'm a dipper. Me too. I got to have it in like a little container or yeah. like to the side or to something. To the side, not yeah. all over it. It's just. Yeah, no. If I did that, I'd, I'd probably, I don't know that I would ever do that. Yeah. It just seems gross. Yeah. Soggy. Soggy yeah. fries. It's a mess. What about, do you, do you ever remember when they had the ketchup that, uh, that was green? Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Did yeah. you ever have that? I don't know that I, uh, maybe I did to try it. Maybe I, I don't think I could eat green ketchup. I just don't, I don't know. But yeah, that was, I guess when she, I did mean, it I, taste like, oh, well, you don't know. We yeah, don't know. I wonder I, if it tastes like ketchup. I don't know. I'm sure I never, it did. Yeah, it had to have yeah, at least people, some way. People would revolt. But I didn't say that was my least favorite scene, but I did, it was noticeable that she, she did squirt ketchup and she had on wigs throughout the entire movie. Did she? I didn't notice that. Yeah. I think they went back to that ketchup scene like two or three times. Like it showed him, showed her doing the squirting, and then he had a problem with it, and he was talking about it, and then she was like, "I'm gonna add more ketchup," and he's just like, "Hey, you know, hey, you know, you, what does he say?" It's I don't something know. about drowning. Something. Yeah. Some, some you're, gonna, of... you're gonna drown there. Oh, you need some floaties, or you need a floating device. Is you that know? what he that's, says? Yeah, it's something okay. like that. <laughs> and I guess that's it. that that scene was really just to kind of show that they were creating a rapport. You yeah. Know? They were communicating and uh, flirting, kind of, flirting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little flirtation there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I did not ever realize until the last two viewings how much ketchup she she squirted on there. I should have brought fries and ketchup. Oh, yeah. I need to get back to my food. My, <laughs> you should. My, when you did it last time, the, yeah. the reel got over a couple thousand views on it. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Then so, that, yeah, there, the there biscuits and mustard. Next time we're doing food for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to come up with the food yeah. for it. Uh, what about originality? Um... Maybe not incredibly original. Yeah. I guess maybe at the time. I don't know. You know, it's hard It's hard to live now and then look back on it and say, that was not original. Right. But uh, maybe at the time, that was mid-'80s. Um, I think they were, I think the the slasher genre was kind of getting um, getting going there. Yeah. So uh, maybe not 100% original, maybe 37% original. Now, I, I would have liked to have seen it. I, I know it was dark. But I've li- I would have loved to have seen just how dark it would have would have been had the studio not stepped in. Yeah. Because originally it was going to be rate not rated or rated X for violence and gore, so they had to cut quite a bit out. Wow. So I would I would just what did they cut out? I would have loved to have seen that. Um. Chances are we probably won't ever get to, to yeah. view that take on it, but I think it would be kind of interesting to... Surely there's somebody on YouTube that's created a, a Cobra God, <laughs> Cobra be... parody something something. I know a lot of these fan. I saw like the other day that uh, a studio uh, had picked up, in some regard, a uh, fan-made Spider-Man film when they were going to screen it somewhere. Cool. So I was like, that's kind of cool, but I, I'm not sure which one it is. I, well, I guess it's an unmade one, probably. But um, I was like, that's kind of cool that's that, cool. that that happens. So uh, would you recommend Cobra? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why, why, why do you think you'd recommend it? Oh, it's uh, it's um, pretty simple film. I don't think it's like uh, too out there for anybody to really get on board with right. and understand. Um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was uh, there was a lot of like really cool lengthy chase scenes and fight scenes and like uh, shoot 'em up type scenes. So... Um, if you're into that thing, I, I think it's cool. I and think Cobra, so too. Yeah, and his character is great. I think you know, for the that mid '80s look, I think he, I think he nailed it. So I, 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 I definitely too. would. And it's Stallone, and the car. 
I mean, yeah. it's got a lot of good things. It's 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 a great throwback to an '80s action movie. You've got Stallone as, at the height of his Hollywood powers, doing what he wants to do. Yeah. But why does he only cut? Uh, why does he cut the pizza with the scissors? Um, I noticed that too. Um, I don't that's know. that's been up for a discussion. I think he wore gloves the entire movie. Like he even eats everything with like he's. Well, I was thinking <clears> of that too. Maybe when it was cold. Maybe it was cold pizza and. Uh, do you know what time of tri- trivia question? It was winter. It was winter. Do you know uh, what holiday was around though? Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, there was a lot of like uh, outside the uh, the safe house. There was like some Christmas ornament or like a the plastic Christmas cane, uh, you know, candy cane. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Or whatever. And uh, what do you think of the montages? We've got the montage uh, Angel of the City, where it cuts between Stallone looking around the city and his in Monty, and then the uh, fashion ph- uh, photography. Uh, I, I love photo a mo- I love a montage. I do too. Yeah, I love it. I think I think all the music's always fun, and it's always like uh, it's a good way to really get through a ton of material really fast. Yeah. So like you could just you know that's that's what they used it for you know to get through you know five minutes of like script. Yeah. You know we need we need to you know take these thirty seven pages of script and put it into five minutes. Yeah, that's the exactly. Best way to do it. And it's just good quick information. You know, yeah. just boom boom boom. This is what's happening. And then when it's done well, it it. It's memorable, sure. Like you remember those uh, montages, and uh, they work if done if done well. Um, Top Gun had them. Yep. Now Stallone wanted later in the film, near the in the third act, when uh, most of the action takes place, I would say, especially with the motorcycles. He that a scene was originally supposed to be at night, but they thought we need to get this done quickly. It's going to be uh, harder to shoot at night because all the uh, a lot of the night slashers crew or the cult members had. Mm-hmm. You know, dark clothing on, and uh, I thought it looked pretty cool as a daytime. Scene. Yeah, I'm okay with the daytime. Yeah, it's like a like a morning thing. Everybody, yeah, you get up, or, you know, the early bird. Those guys are early birds. They have yeah. other jobs to get to. Now, when they do this, do you think like is it like they're all arriving in one place, or that you know they come dragging in? So they've got coffee. How, like, how do they? I think they met up at the warehouse. Okay. And they're just like, okay, we're gonna roll out and we're gonna hit this safe house. And uh, so you don't think so? So you think they're they they've come prepared? Yeah, they're yeah, driving in, it, listening yeah. to like pumped up music, getting I, ready. Oh yeah, I think they got the, they all got the email. They showed up early, and they were just like, yeah, we're gonna go raid this place, and we're gonna try and kill this girl, and she's she's seen our boss's face, and um, so they, yeah. We well, you know somebody's job has to be to fill up the gas and all those bikes. I think they probably have a business gas card, okay. like a like a, a a henchman business gas card. And I they, wonder if the officer she used her because I'm sure don't, don't officers have uh, oh, access. Oh yeah, to she's her? getting every perk that the, the the police station can give, and they don't even know. And that's how she even found out the um, Bridget Nielsen's um, address. Wasn't it? Was that how they? Oh. Were, didn't she look it up? Was that what it was? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Sorry, I forgot about Stallone's setup at his house. Those two computers and like <laughs> he's got like a like he, he just rolls into the house, grabs the pizza, and gets an egg carton. It's got his cleaning supplies in it out of the freezer. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, he's gonna have eggs and pizza. And like, oh no, this is him. This is cleaning kit. And he's got and then, it, like he's got this little computer that are this. If you've not seen the movie, they're the size of like maybe a. Uh, six inch by six inch screen. It's yeah. like the size of a whatever, you know, old school IBM. And he's got two of those and he's just doing his, you know, doing the pizza, cleaning the gun, doing the work. And, and he's know, trying he's, to find out. He's got it typically set up also, if you look quickly, as if like that, his, his job is his life. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, he's got, looks like, uh, 
I don't know if it's a map or something on the wall there, and he's got like some pictures of people. Yep, he's got like the the old the old like mugshot blueprint of like how they do from like you know their their X's and O's. Like a, it looks like a big football play. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and he's got the telescope. If you notice in the back window. Yeah. Now what's he looking at his window at? I think he's just got to check out the city. Make sure. I gotta keep an eye on the city. And he also, I like the fact that he's not afraid to back down to those guys that wouldn't move their vehicle. Okay, let me tell you something that I noticed. Yeah, the, yeah, he really sets the he sets the tone for that. You know, they're just like, "Hey, what's up, man?" You know, and he's like, uh, when he <laughs> just randomly grabs that dude's shirt, <laughs> he's like, "Clean up your act," you know. But if you notice, that guy's got a um, a microphone and tape to his chest. Really? Yeah. Okay. Go back and watch it. Yeah, okay. it's like uh, he just rips his shirt. So that was like his microphone for audio for the movie. Yeah. You know, but they or, or what I love to think he was a uh, uh, like undercover for the police. Like he was a CI. You know, like, like he was yeah. a, uh, an informant for the police. And wouldn't he, it, that be cool if they used that angle and then they put that in the sequel? That, part two. Yeah. We're giving we're giving these guys so much information so for much part material. two. That, like we're gonna maybe we need to write it. Maybe we need, we to, need to write this. Yeah, yeah, and pitch yeah. it to Stallone. We, but but we got to come up with the subtitle. True, Cobra Two. When he rips that guy's, t- it, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like the uh, so good. What's that T-shirt called? The um, like the Hulkamania breakaway shirt yeah, or like yeah, a, because he just gets it and he just jerks yeah, it off. Just put and it's, it's it's like the front of his shirt yeah. and his friends are there and everything. Because he, he's got a, he's got like a button down shirt open. Yeah, he looked good. He had a, he had a great fit going. Yeah, and then and he's he got, just like, hey man, what are you doing? Well, you hit my car, you know, because you know Cobretti slides in there and he's just like, mur, mur, you know, like move over or move up so I can park. And he like bumps him and pushes and so, it forward. Yeah, just pushes a it few forward. Feet. So of course he gets out and he's like, hey, what's going on? You know, and he comes back there and then. Cobra just like rips his shirt from the front down. He's like, hey, clean up your act. Or and then that guy goes and kicks his wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. And then like he pulls up the next time and then he's just like, hey, I'll move. I'll move. No worries. I got it. I got it. I'll move. They're friends. Yeah. The other buddies now. They've, they've created that that respect. So good. <laughs> but wouldn't you have thought that Cobra, move your car so Cobra I can go upstairs. Had, and... into that guy before though? Uh, I feel like, like it. Yeah, like, it, like they're parked there. Like he should have. Like they should have already known each other. Maybe. Well, maybe Cobretti just moved in. True. He just moved there. Yeah. That's why he's got his cleaning supplies in an egg carton. Yep. And yeah, he puts he, his paper underneath uh, the grill. If you. If you. He remember does. That. Yeah. As soon as he rolls up. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna burn this later. There's nothing on the news that I need to worry about. I already know the city. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I would love to sit down with Stallone. Well, ask him many many things, but sit down and say. Why, why did you all, he he had the match in his mouth quite a bit so he could you know he could have got choked easily he had the gun stuffed down in front of his pants there oh the, the whole movie yeah the and gun I'm like, in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> those jeans come on go ahead i'm sorry well how could you run in the uh, a lot of times i'll see like in in action movies they'll have especially arnold uh, arnold does it in the last action hero as well if you've seen it have. he he has on boots Mm-hmm. And boots don't seem to me to be what you would run run after somebody in. Yeah, I mean, I've never really wore boots like that to be honest. Like cow, like you yeah, know, like a, a not long, like hiking like a, boots, but like cowboy. Yeah, like a boots. calf, like a mid calf. Yeah, type boot. have you wore those before? I have, sure. Yeah, Do you, could you could you chase down a perp that way? No, I don't know that I would. No, <laughs> no, in I tight could, jeans, <laughs> I could not chase. I could not. Tight jeans and, and boots, I could not chase a perp, yeah. no. No. There's an episode, we'll, we'll go back to Seinfeld for a moment, where uh, Kramer throws all of Jerry's shoes out, and Jerry is forced to wear 
cowboy boots because that's the only shoes that he has left in the closet. I think I have seen that one. And, uh, we should do a test and see if we could catch each other in like tight jeans and and, and boots and <laughs> see who can who can run the the fastest. Yeah, that would be like a relay boot relay. Yeah, <laughs> boot relay. <laughs> but uh, the it, it could be the it could be the 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 yearly Cabretti boot relay. You've got to oh. dress like your best Cabretti impersonation. That's great. Yeah. And then we're, we're going to be serving pizza and ketchup-covered fries <laughs> and whatever Tony Gonzalez got from the store yeah. that day, which is like, a, I think it was a candy bar. Yeah. He got like five of the same candy bar. <laughs> I think it was Mounds. Mounds. Yeah. What's your favorite candy bar? Do you have a favorite? I don't eat a lot of candy bars, but I do, you know, um, Snickers is always a good one. I think right. I watch a McCall, it's pretty good. Watch McCall, it is a good one. Yeah. I've given up, um, I won't say candy completely. But I was I was big on gummy candy up until yeah. the last couple of months, and I've given that up just um, for no really real Good. reason, just yeah. to you know I'm, try to be a little bit healthier. I think it's a great idea. I'm kind of off the sugar too, but yeah. I, you know, um, have had a little bit in the past, uh, you know. But uh, so watch so watching McCallit or Snickers. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. What about you? Um, if I had to choose, I would go with um, I like to watch McCallit, and I also like uh, peanut M and M's. Yeah. So you know, I'd go with those are good. Go with that. But yeah, I would definitely recommend Cobra. If 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 you haven't seen Cobra, then I think it'd be a fun ride. Sure. And I think Literally. a lot of yeah, <laughs> definitely. <Literally. laughs> and I really think that people should check out Stallone. Um, a lot of Stallone movies, oh, and the reason being is that. You know he's he overcame a lot of adversity when he was born. Sure. You know, he, uh, you know, and even that later on they wanted to buy uh, the screenplay to Rocky, and he was persistent. No, I want to star in this. I want to star in this. And they wanted I think Burt Reynolds to be in it, and they offered really? him uh, they offered him more money to not to be not in be it. in it than to make it. Yeah. And he had like you know three smart, like three hundred fifty bucks you know in the in in the bank and uh, so he uh, prevailed. He was uh, nominated for an Oscar for his his first major role, and he's been a powerhouse ever since. But uh, I don't know. I guess when I was younger, uh, a lot of the times when I would go to the movies, I would have my grandmother you know drop me off, and I would I would go a lot alone. I mean, I would go with friends and stuff, but I would mm-hmm. go a lot alone because I would see a lot of movies that they really didn't want to see. Sure. And I went to see a lot of early Stallone movies in the theater. Uh, even Stopper, my mom was shoot. I saw that in the theater. Um, you know, Daylight, The Specialist, Demolition Man, like on and on. And I, they've always had like a special place in my heart because it also represented a time when uh, action stars were were also trying to do the the one liner quips mm-hmm. later on. So that was kind of fun in a way. Sure. But the action was like you know what's going to happen in this Stallone movie because he's you know. Demolition Man. It was like each movie was bigger than than the other, than, yeah. than the last. Um, and yeah, they he, were, had, he had a run. He had a run there through the eighties and the early nineties. He had yeah, a run. Yeah, he really did. And uh, Cobra, I, I really wished a lot of movies. I don't wish there were sequels to, but Cobra, I, I kind of wish that there was a sequel to Cobra. Well, I think I, you know, I guess I was okay with it being standalone but until you mentioned that Monty was actually the could could have been. The supposed leader of the cult. Yeah, that changes. That's that's a really cool angle. And I'm and I'm and, and I wonder really if if Top Gun had came out maybe a few weeks later or yeah. maybe the, a month later, if they would have left the runtime as Cobra, 
you know, two two hours might be might have been too long. I'm not sure, but I think it could have been fleshed out a little bit better. Uh, just to have a little bit more character yeah. development, maybe 15 minutes worth. There's a lot that you could have you could have developed there. You could have added a whole lot to yeah. Um, his his relationship with uh, Bridget Brigitte, um, his relationship with Tony. Um, I thought. Speaking of Tony, there's that one scene where like uh, Tony gets shot. He gets shot in the leg or something. Right. Um, and uh, and like they're they're kind of gunning him down. And he's like, we gotta go. And she's driving the truck, and he jumps in the back of the pickup. You know, and, like yeah. taking off from the safe house. And they leave Tony. Like they I just totally that. leave. Like that that would see that would never happen. That's like your partner. They did leave Tony. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm not. And uh, I guess uh, I'm trying to think of the movie. I guess he just crawled away and like. But they ended up killing everybody, yeah. so it was like it didn't. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did think of that last night when I rewatched it. I was like, they did leave him there because he's nowhere to be seen until yeah. after that scene until he's in until in he's the stretcher. in the yeah, and then yep, and they're putting him in. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, we recommend Cobra. Yeah, do it. It's on. I think it's streaming now on what Max. Max. Yeah. So those with Max, uh, if not, you can probably go to other uh, streaming sites and get it. I actually have a DVD. Do Cobra. you? I think I do too. I couldn't find it, so I just went to Max. Yeah, but. I went to Max to watch it because yeah. it was just there. But yeah, I do have the. I, I do like the DVDs, but usually if I if I just want a quick watch, I'll just do what's on sure. streaming. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I have a I have a bit of a I'm a bit of a collector. Yeah, so I, I enjoy. Um, I enjoy finding the rare finds. Oh, like, oh here here's you know here I it love, is. I love the dig. So, uh, what do you you have anything in mind for next week? No, I don't. I mean, you know, there's a, any number of things out there. I I loved how you, um, you know, a couple movies ago before we did Evil Dead Rise, you did like uh, you let the our viewers um, uh, choose. So maybe we should okay. maybe uh, maybe by the first of the week we can have like a list, like a five, like a top five list. Okay, or yeah, something. we can do that. There's a few that I think that we've already mentioned currently. Like Drive was one that we yeah. talked about. Um, I would like, uh, you know, maybe one that you and I have both haven't seen. Okay. And Let's maybe that's that's fun. We could learn as everybody's learning with us. You yeah, know? that would so, be a lot of fun. So yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll yeah. uh, we'll put out a list and we'll we'll narrow it down. I by, love a list. Uh, by Monday, and then we'll have it up on the social media to uh, to uh, go and vote on. So speaking of social medias, please go to Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, TikTok. And check out the other people's show. Also check out Anthony Wayne on Facebook and all the streaming services as well. Thank you. Uh, It's going to be a fun show. We're going to get ready and uh, take a break for just a moment. But we will be back in a few moments for the other people's show. I'm Adam. I'm Anthony. And we are Real Talk. Have a good night. See you later.